Good evening and welcome to the Town Ed podcast. I think that's probably really got to us all there. It's Derby Day disappointment for Dundalk at Drogheda. At a time where we probably saw more goal action at the end of the game <laughs> after 90 minutes than we've seen for the whole game to go through it tonight. We have Steph and Gally. Poor Steph. <laughs> Lads. Lads. Start. Your intro set your intro said it all, Chris. That's I think we should finish on that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, yeah, um Mark Mark Car and first comment in you probably nailed it there straight out the gear. Um <laughs> yeah. gee, that's well Gally, look, we'll go to you first. Um just your your thoughts on, on the game. This is what happens when we get over positive. When we all join Steph's uh, positivity train from the last couple of weeks, we get ahead of ourselves and start predicting mad old score lines. Um yeah, it's look at it's a bad game and look at draw it done rightly well, but I don't even think they played that well. I don't even think I think they were even shocked, but we just never got going. And I, I've said that a lot last season as well. We just like it, 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 without jumping on, I don't want to jump too ahead, but when they scored up, when they scored that penalty, that was it. It looked like it was like last season. We were one 0 down, and we never looked we were going to win the match. We never looked we were going to get anything out of it. Um, but without jumping too far ahead, we, I, I seen tweets that I, I kind of said to myself, we plenty, we plenty the ball in the first half, but there was there was nothing happening. Draw and looked more up for it, you know, as they would be, you know, playing and heading the game parked and Dorka coming to town. Mm. It's it's just it's a poor night, and look, we've played a lot of games over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, players have got plenty of minutes. Boys are probably tired, including probably the centre half more than anything. But we were never at it. We were never in it. Mm-hmm. And look, it's the first time we probably said that this year. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, we've had a decent start. The first defeat probably couldn't pick the worst spot other than other than Tala to get a to get a first defeat. But yeah, look, we didn't deserve anything out of it. We just didn't. It just you know what. We've played worse. We've played worse and gotten something out of games. You know, we played yeah. similar to that. Well, last even last season and got something. But I, I, I don't know what you felt, but for me, like the best chance we had is the offside chance in the first half. Keeper calls a great save, long was off a great save from Pat Hoban. Ah, but mm-hmm. apart from that, there's nothing. We've two clearances. We should have been one 0 down very early. The, the clearance of Boyle, that, that I can't remember the striker that ran in and rounded Shepherd, but that should have been buried. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've done well just to come away at one 0 That's that's the shocking thing. I I. I just thought I just didn't think we produced, and I and the worst thing is draw weren't even that good. That that was more you know, you're more annoyed about that really. Yeah. Um. Look, you can always have a bad game at the office, but you see, it's still expect to get something out of a game. But yeah, you know, I'm going to cry because we I predicted three one, and you know, what a what an arrogant idiot I am. <laughs> we all went overboard. <laughs> we really carried away. We all we tell you we we all got on Steph's positivity train, and we've all fallen off. <laughs> Steph, just your, your your thoughts on the game tonight before we dissect it. Yeah, look, I think we were shy, to be honest. Very, very deflated after that. Um we I think we lacked like a bit of uh, I don't even know if you should say aggression or like there was there wasn't like hardly anything to the to us at all tonight. We didn't look dangerous, we looked out of ideas. We didn't pass a ball. I know. I know the pitch wasn't great, but look, you're you're gonna have to deal with that for a few weeks 
until we get up and into the battle, battle weather. Um, I don't know, like he, like we just never looked like we were going to score. The supply to Huben was non-existent. Um, I thought I thought even look at halftime two changes, like you know, I'd say the right act was read at halftime, and you're thinking two yeah. changes. That's a statement in itself at yeah. halftime, and Fenton we just were even less trending, and then I just I don't know. Even the last few minutes, you're sort of screaming at us to maybe, you know, just lump, put it into the box, lump it long and just see if anything happens because yeah. we were passing it around the back and getting so far. But, you know, to lose the unbeaten run and heading the game park to draw it is just devastation. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and and like, like Ali said, they weren't even great. I know they had a few chances and, they hit the they hit the crossbar after the score. It could have been two 0 but I I don't know. Even like the penalty decision, like the ref took about ten seconds to make the call. I think he was looking to the assistant to see if if he wanted to give it, and on the camera you couldn't see if if it was the assistant to give it or not. But when you see the replay, it's like one of the like you man you man like. Your man's boot gets caught in Shepherd's boot, and they seem to just turn together, and he goes down calling for a penalty, and the, like the ref doesn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was a penalty for me anyway. Maybe with my defenders had on, but um, I thought it was very, very soft. But then, like, we go a goal down, and as bad as you're playing, like you just think, you know, show a bit of reaction to it. Yeah, and we just showed nothing, like which was really disappointing, especially after some of the results like you know holding on to draws or coming back from being down a couple of times against bows like you, you think of that in daily minutes you're thinking you know we come back twice to all yeah and you're just thinking you know damn squib totally like hmm. yeah i mean i think we're, we're coming from the heights of you know almost beating shamrock rovers and um, probably had you know so some of the best chances in that, in particular, Pat's one at the end to to win it. Gally, if you take the first 20 minutes out of this, it's an even match. We we had Huben's one, which you kind of side-footed just past the post. And you're thinking, oh, we, we, we could be well off for this. We, we had plenty of control of the ball in the first 20 minutes. And then uh, the other Williams, Dean Williams, um, tries to go around the keeper and, and, and Boyle clears one off the line. And you're thinking, this is going to be a, a wide-open game. And yeah. it just it just never really kicked on from there, then did it? No, and it, like and that was probably draw the setting it or stall. Like <clears throat> draw, they weren't afraid of it tonight. They, they were they were going after it. Like Gary Deegan in midfield. Actually, we spoke off the, the guy in Nugent that's on loan. Is he on loan from yeah. Rovers? Like, yeah, you know he he was excellent. You know, and yeah. the, and the, the centre half, the young centre half, Rowan as well. Rowan, they, they, they were they were well up for it, and yeah. and as as they would be, you know, as Dundalk well when Rovers came to town la- last Friday night. Um, and as we would be a draw, they came to Oriel Park, and look, at they grinded it out. I mean, like we said, like Steph said, they said they weren't great, but like Steph was saying, they are sometimes. I'm, I'm all for people having the ball. If you have, if you can control the game, if you have the ball, but you, you got to do something. But sometimes it might call for just a long ball up there. You know, just put just put someone on the run. Like I think even Twitter was went on fire when he made two subs at half times. So it just goes to show Stevie takes no prisoners. Yeah, you know, he, he's willing to make the subs at half time. He's willing to go in and absolutely rollick them out of it, but. You've only made the subs and then your penalty comes up, and 
it's just a nightmare. And and from that, in my opinion, now look, people might have a different view on it. We once the goal went in, it never looked. We could have played till midnight. It never looked a goal to score. Mm-hmm. Draw they wanted it more. They've hit the bar. Foley's hit the, the bar as well. They've had the better of it. Look at Bradley's done all right. Wardy didn't really get into the game. But like like Steph was saying about Hoban, you know, people talking about that body language. He, he relies on supply and he didn't have it. You know, I know he's run into the he runs himself into the ground most weeks, but there was nothing for him tonight. Um, like everything was wide, and you know, the, the boys just like Georgie Pointon had a great game tonight. You hate yeah. to see it. You know, they, 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 we had him up here at Oriel, but um, Jerry Malone would be going nuts that we let him go. It's just a, <laughs> it's it's just a bad night at the office. And look, we hope we don't. I I, I know it's early doors. What are we seven games? What how many are we mm-hmm. in? Like I don't think we can repeat that performance. I don't. I I, I don't think we'll be as bad as we were. I, I don't think I've been overcritical saying that. I think I don't think McDonald Steve Steve won't let that happen. Yeah. Um I just for me when the once the penalty went in, that was it. It was game over. Game over. Draw the the only thing that looked like scoring a goal was draw the. Like they yeah. probably should have won two nil at least. Yeah. Steph, just you know, I, I suppose it started Gally's point there was just talking about the draw in midfield and probably Clark Nugent and uh, Deacon kind of seemed to hunt in packs between the three of them, snuffed out anything in the middle that we tried to play through. They were happy for us to have it in the back, back four, go back and forth, whatever we want. As soon as we tried to press it and try to get Benson into the game, there was a real quick close down happening. And all they seemed to want to do was bring long diagonal balls and hit us on the counter, but it worked. Yeah, look, Gary Deegan was on the same underage team as me and he sort of, he was a like a tricky winger when he when he played underage, but you wouldn't think of, it now. No, you wouldn't think it now. Like, but he's totally he sort of transformed his game a little bit. Um, even even his time at Galway United and Bohemians, he sort of dropped into the middle, and he used to be a box to box midfielder, and he sort of gradually went back a little bit to the six role. Um, the later on he got in his career, but he he can dictate a game and mm-hmm. like he set standards by his his work rate is closing down and you, you can see him barking orders on the pitch like he's a he's a real he's a real leader and um do you know what i mean he's dogged in there he closes people down he makes it hard and then he just does a simple thing but you could see the sort of the game plan they had like they were like ben, the new benson you know if they can nullify him a bit it sort of shackles us a lot mm-hmm. at the minute because do you know the other players in there? Like we said, Wardy came on. There was a chance to slip McMillan in, and he just totally overheads the pass, like just a little yeah. slide ball. And McMillan's probably one on one because he was the right side appointing to get in on goal. Little things like that. Even even do you know at the start of like not too long into the game, I seen um, Dean uh, Dean Williams. He left one late on um, Conley. Like he's probably. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's half his size, but like, do you know what I mean? He's a small man off. compared to Conley. Like, Conley wins ahead on, and he comes right through the back of him. And he was just yeah. saying, "Do you know what? You're not going to have a quiet night tonight. Yeah. I'm going to be a nuisance." And do you know his pace and stuff just annoyed the boys at the back as well as everything else. Like, but it was the likes of that? Like, we were missing a little bit of that. I thought, yeah. Like, even do you know if you're not playing well? You, you can roll your sleeves up and you get stuck in. You, you, mm-hmm. What I was always told when you were playing, like if, if you're not having a good game, 
sure the person you're mocking or the person you're up against doesn't have a good game or doesn't have an effect on it. Now, I'm not saying go out and foul them or anything like that, but do you know what I mean? Get stuck in the tackles and, yeah. do you know, like just like they, they, like that little short clip, like I was just thinking, do you know what? These are right off for the game. And, and why wouldn't we be at home in the yeah. derby? But I thought we just missed that a little bit. Now, maybe we're the, the game from Monday night sort of zapped us a little bit, but mm-hmm. do you know, it, should, it shouldn't really get seventh yeah. game into the league. Like, they're prof- we're professionals, like, they're not even a professional outfit. And do you know, we played them on the night, good couple of days to recover. And do you know, we just we just lacked a bit of a spark tonight. It was a bit it was very disappointing, to be honest. Yeah. And Gally, just like like Steph just said, you know, they, they had their game plan to play this. And if you if you take out, like, like probably Steph just said, we were probably bullied off it a little. You think of the amount of free kicks they gave us, but they're all in the middle of the park. They've, they're they're fine. They can they can look after them then themselves, and that's that was pretty much their tactic. They nullified every time we were coming through. They had to take a man. They took it, but it was it wasn't really in a vulnerable position. Sure, it wasn't. No, no, and like like you were saying, the three lads in midfield, like you know, Steph mentioned Gary Deegan. We mentioned Gary Deegan last season as well. Like probably one of the best signings draw have made in the last decade is Gary Deegan. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, t- things are things are that bad, Patsy. Yeah, they are that bad. And how many years ago did Georgie leave? Still cheek on that one. It's just, it's yeah. Even Dylan Han coming on, I've got to mention him as well. But yeah, um, yeah. They, they, they said it really well. They, like they knew exactly what they were, they were looking through. Like you know, it's laugh. I was I was having a go drawn in a couple of weeks ago, saying there could be some prize relegation candidate. That's that's what I get. That's what I get mm-hmm. from mounting off about them. But yeah, they just they just had it set out and. I'm not saying the dog didn't have any answer for him. It just Drado just very good without the ball. They just knew. They knew, and when they did get it, they were counterattacking really well. Foley was outstanding, but the young lad at the back—I don't remember his first name. Is he Rowan? Rowan is it? Rowan. He yeah. was 18 years of age. Unbelievable. Like mm. an on like what a night to have a game like that. I don't know if he's played much this season. I'm not really paying yeah, attention. Yeah, no, he, he has. He's obviously I've been covering a fair few drugs. He's, he's sensational. Yeah, he's I've seen him. Yeah, they, they seem to took him inside. Tonight, in a, and he wouldn't have normally played in a, in a center yeah. role, but I think you know let Massey be beside him, and and, and Massey kind of was able to go toe to toe with Benson and probably yeah. protect him somewhat then from yeah. it too. Yeah. Like and it and, really, like really even, worked. But. Like even Benson, Benson was making great runs, but again there was nothing. There was nothing happening. Like, well, like like I say, when the two subs would come on at half, things right, we'd have a goal now. Like you know, this a good strong second half would be fine. It just never. It didn't materialize at all. That the subs really made no impact. You know, I don't want to get into sl- having a go with players, but Slogger wasn't great. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I, we haven't asked for it yet, but I don't know. I, do, I, I don't know how we give out a pizza on that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can send one there to Kevin Doherty, but you know, it's just we we could always do one of those. Give us the best description. <laughs> maybe so. Game. Maybe I think that's whoever comes up with the best yeah. description of the game tonight. Can have yeah. a pizza. How about that for a change? Are we happy? Yeah, absolutely. Go yeah. for it. There's, there's yeah. the first one in there. Serves us right for not having a parade. That, there's a cracker <laughs> straight away. There's, there's the bar, people. Let's, let's see. But, uh, let's just see getting back, like the look at draw the set up really well. I have to say it. Like we mentioned, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, but Dara Doyle going in there as well. Like crack, it seems to be a cracking coach. And look at they were set up excellent, and we just had nothing for them. It's 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 when we, when we created anything, they just had a sussed. Everything was, and there was nothing like McMillan come on and you didn't forget he was on. 
you know, it's, it's one of them nights. It's just, yeah, look, at what this is, look, it's, you hope you don't repeat it. That, that's, that's yeah. you know, we're hoping, right, that's, that's the bad one out of the way for the first set of games. Let's, let's just write it off and, you know, move on for next week. Yeah. Um, so, look, we, 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 we come in at halftime, um, nil-nil, just, just before Dane Massey had, you know, tried to have a sneaky goal against us. Um, with, with, uh, Martin, I think it was clearing off the line. But to come to the big moment of the match, Steph, I'll come to you first on this penalty or not, first and foremost. No, I've already said I don't think it's a penalty. Like, the, it seemed to me like the two boots got like sort of tangled or something like that. And then um, I can't, I don't even know what his name, what's his name again? The draw of the fella? Gally likes me. Uh, Nugent. Nugent, yeah. Yeah. He's he's just claimed for it, and and the referees looked at him for about ten seconds, and then decided to give it. Uh, I was I was actually impressed with him the first day in Oriel in the Malone Cup. He played right wing back, and I thought he was excellent. And I was thinking, look, he'll be a great player for them. But he seemed he seemed to play a bit more centrally and more advanced. And I thought, look, he done he done rightly again tonight. He's a dangerous sort of a player, and I think the. The more games he plays with the drugs, will will stand to him. But okay, I don't I don't think it's a penalty. I think it's very harsh. Like even when the ball comes in and Slugger takes a touch, and although it's a bad one, he's still facing away from his goals, and Nugent's behind him, so he can't. He doesn't even see anything. Like so, yeah. I think it's I think it's very harsh. It's not a penalty. Yeah, yeah. You have to look. I think you have to look at the assistant, like the referee as well. They've got to say something. I don't know if they've. If, if maybe the referee that's why he was delayed if the, I can't see on the camera angle but like between the two of them you've got to get that I, I don't even know I, I I didn't see it in real time it was a replay I was watching but it didn't even look I don't know if there's a mad shout for it I don't know maybe there was maybe there wasn't but it just like Slago's ready to play on not like like nothing happened but look Slago sort of reacted as if to say you know yeah. get up you know jumping on the ground like hmm. yeah. I, think, I think that's it when, when, when he when he hits the ground I think the ball fell to was a boil after that, and he was looking to just play yeah. it out, thinking there's yeah. no way he's going to give that. Like, and then and then lo and behold, Gally, you know, initially when you looked at it, and did you also think no penalty? What I, what I saw was the replay. Just I just happened to come back, and it was the showing the replay in slow motion, and it, in the slow motion it looked like a penalty. It was just because you were seeing it in slow motion because you had. But for me, it's, I've seen it again since. It's not. It's not a penalty. Like. The question would be if, if it's outside the box in the middle of the park, it's not even a free kick. So yeah. the game probably carries on. And that that's always the danger when everything goes inside the box. It seems to change what the perspective of the referee and what he's going to do. And like if that if that's at the halfway line, that game just plays on and there's, there's not even a foul. I think once it goes inside the box, it's it's look at it's and in this instance, it has changed the game. You're thinking 50 minutes in, we still have plenty of time here. So you know, you got half the match, but Mm. It literally changed the game for us, you know. We never yeah. even got to get going with those substitutes, yeah, um, on it at all. So we didn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're kind of thinking, that's like, I think every even tweets was going out and people saying, Look, this is it, there's, there's no man. Like, whereas you know, if any pair, Steve and Kenny mightn't have made those subs at half time, you know, yeah, whereas Steven's gone into right, it's not working, here we go, and it just you couldn't have got off the worst out. Yeah, like if you're if you're beaten by a screamer, 
you know, if you're beating me in that, like if, if Foley's goal goes in and doesn't hit the pole, hit the ball, fine, look, you can take them kind of goals. But when it's when it's silly decisions like that, and and what's worse is you don't really do anything to change the score. There was nothing really happening. And look, it's frustrating and it's probably the first real annoyed night we've had. So look, if it's only the one, we'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only UCD next. Um, UCD, yeah. <laughs> we, we do have a break at least um, yeah. before it. Um, I, I suppose if we, if we if we look our way throughout the team tonight, um, although we conceded another penalty, um, keeper-wise, we, we didn't seem to be overly troubled tonight. Um, pretty straightforward after his heroics in the, the Shamrock Rovers match. And Steph, like you, you can't really, you know, there's nothing you could say um, tonight anyway to, to kind of back up his performance um, against Shamrock Rovers tonight. He was just pretty straightforward in everything he did tonight. Yeah, look, I, you know, they hit the bar and stuff like that, but I don't, look, I think he's he's done okay. Like, the penalty's a penalty, you know. Mm. Yeah, the striker's always a favourite to score at, like, but, yeah, I don't know why. It's just disappointing the whole performance all around, like, <laughs> Delhi's just he's he's just sapped the whole good good vibes that was going on. There's just so much reminiscent of last season here, lads, just going through my head. I know, and you know, and when we started the podcast, like, oh, we're falling down this hole again. But I don't don't think it will. I don't think we'll have that problem. I just think it's one of those nights that. Yeah, I think it's an off night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just see Donald's done an interview there. I'll be interested to see what he said as well, but. Look, it's just one of those nights that hasn't worked and look it's just a pity what the game that it yeah, is like, well. like like on the flip side when you look at it and you just said it yourself like we've conceded two penalties in like what is it yeah, five games? games seven yeah, yeah no like the last oh, few yeah, games yeah, we've yeah. only conceded yeah. we've only conceded like two penalties like so even open play we haven't conceded in like five games maybe yeah. And then it's just the killer, like the the drop the points in shells and then to lose this one as well. Like if this ends nil nil, I don't even think you're that disappointed as you as you are now, but yeah, just going behind and then not showing anything to get back into the game in the local derby. Hmm. Just disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Gary, he seemed to play Martin and Huben again. It worked yeah. out extremely well in the Shamrock Rovers game, but it just didn't seem to get going. There was the layoff um, for Huben shot. He just put past the post at the very start, but there wasn't a whole lot of linking up tonight, sure there wasn't. No, and I, I thought Martin King seemed to be he seemed to be covering a lot of ground, not needlessly, but that that would be Pat's job. Like Pat would be normally covering the ground. There were almost two of them doing it, and it just kind of left nobody. Like if, if Martin would play to McMillan or something like that, it might have worked out better. But mm. look, that's just tonight, maybe. I mean, look at the a great game last week, but yeah, it never. It didn't really work tonight. It was probably look at a, a keep ward for ninety minutes might have made a difference. I don't know, but hindsight's great. Like, but yeah, it, ju- it didn't just didn't work out tonight. The two were they were. I thought Martin was nearly going. He was nearly running too much out wide. He was. He was, They were looking for balls that weren't coming. That wasn't happening. Um, now look, I think he's a great player. I think he's great to have his pace. I think he's very similar to Hoban in the stature. But I, th- I don't know about long term the two of them. I don't know. But then again, look, it depends who you're playing against. You know, like yeah. Massey and Rowan there tonight were excellent. Whereas two boys probably up against two better centre halves and not being disrespectful last weekend have had a great game. So 
like Steph saying, it's just one of those nights. You know, it's I don't I don't mind that combination. I think Martin will have a big. I think he. It, it seems to be he's going to have a big impact in the season because mm. uh, I don't think Ward will have that longevity over playing ninety minutes week in week out. Um, he's more of an impact player, so Martin could have a big say in the in the lineup going forward in the season. Mm. But uh, whether he, whether he's he great centrally. I don't think maybe the wing could be be the job or a replacement for Hoban should he should he get injured touch wood, but tonight it just doesn't work. It just look at it's one of those nights you know, when, you, when you've yeah. got a three midfield and Gary Deegan's at the anchor of it. It's very hard to get anything going. Like Deegan can play probably play for any team in the league, you know, in that role. There's not many. There's not like with the exception of Chris Shields from last year. There's not many as good as him in in that number six in that role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So look, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Hope it's just a one off. Like I say, that's 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 what we're praying for anyway. Um, like Steph, I, I suppose if you if you look at the first seven games, we've got a chance to have a real good look at this squad. Um, you know, bar maybe the, the keeper position, we've been pretty consistent about being inconsistent about another large group of um, opportunities for players in in this team. Do you think is there a small element maybe of whether it's um, Skip doesn't want people to be settled? knowing that you're 100% going to start all the time in certain positions? Or do you think is he still trying to work out one or two things here? Obviously, the Leahy thing probably threw him early on in the season, and he's been trying to catch up, you know, playing Macari that side, then playing Bone that side for the past few games. So you think is there is there an element that he, he could be still wondering what his favoured starting eleven could be? Yeah, look, I think... He's come in late and he's probably playing catch up when he's recruiting and signing players. Um, I'm sure he didn't get all his first choice first choice signing straight away, and then you know the whole he was he, he like everyone heard he was coming in, but how long did it take for him to get announced? I know he was probably walking away in the background, but if there's any sort of uncertainty, a player mightn't just sign, or you know if. if a concrete deals on the table and a certain managers in place, like you might just go there. So I'd say he probably didn't get his 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 um choice of signings straight away, and that's probably led to the loan signings and um you know getting other players in that he mightn't necessarily have just wanted straight away. But we're just getting them all together, getting used to each other, and then you know the first couple of weeks we had two games in a week, so you're trying to. Mm-hmm. people getting up to match fitness and then injuries like Leahy we mentioned is probably going to start for me he'll, he'll be the the first choice left back or left wing back mm-hmm. and then with the amount of centre halves he signed I just thought straight away that we go three centre halves and play wing backs and then I think like he, he seems to still like Mountain he, last year he played an awful lot until he got the bad injury so I, I think he'll, he could possibly come in as as a right wing back. So he's still a wee bit away. Macari could be a centre half. Um, yeah. I, th- I think he that's predominantly his position when in his youth career and stuff like that. So do you know what? He probably still doesn't have all the bodies back that he wants. And mm-hmm. then he's probably juggling between you know the games we rested a lot on last Friday for shells for the game on Monday night against Rovers. And then again, you're trying to juggle like Bradley's been outstanding for us, and then he he picks up the injury. Do you know yeah. what? 
in shells and he goes off at half time, things like that. Like he's he's had a he's had quite a bit to deal with in, yeah. in such a short amount of games, but he's probably just trying to get his the best the best team on the pitch at that certain time. I don't think he's he's got a chance to say, look, this is my nailed on starting team. Or one or two, you can sort of slip in and out. I think he's tried to just keep the bag line consistent mm-hmm. as much as possible. I don't like we haven't seen many, many different changes. I know guards come in for one game, but he sort of built up the partnership between Conley and Boyle as soon as Boyle came back after preseason in the in the drugs game, and then the fullbacks have sort of switched sides at times, but they've they've mainly stayed with Bone and Macari. Mm-hmm. Uh, young Hanrady came in for one game on the left hand side, but that was probably to give one of the, like give Macari the breeder. Um, in midfield, I think he's like like that's his position when when he played like, and that's the position we seem to be struggling the most with. The engine room. I don't know. Like I thought, all the signs pointed to uh, Doyle being. Like one of the main players in the team and hmm. for whatever reason he just hasn't just started right or he's impressed me a few times I've watched him but do you know what I mean if he's not starting games maybe he's just taking his time to bet into the team like a few others or yeah. sort of relying on Benson creating a lot for if he if he doesn't create it like tonight he got snuffed out yeah he just didn't create a whole pile at all, even Ward coming on didn't have an impact. I thought he was a bit off the pace, and then Bradley's just coming back from the injury, so he's not a full tilt either. So he definitely doesn't know us. I don't think I, he probably has in his mind what is what his strongest team would be right now. But you know, for one reason or another, he hasn't been able to get them on the pitch, or they haven't been all up to speed at the same time. So you know, it's going to take a while to bed in and. I, th- I think he was he was probably right, and we probably should have listened about being a little bit patient and not getting yeah. carried away, predicting three nil score lines, and <laughs> you know just something I'm going to have to look at myself, you know. Yeah, have a hard look at ourselves. I think in the mirror after this, uh, Gally. But you know, at the same time, it, for whatever reason, at the f- start of this year, the fixtures are coming thick and heavy. I mean, there's three fixtures in a week again. Um, only one of them being at um, being at home too. I know it wasn't any any real journey or anything today, but it just goes to show, it, you know, one or two injuries, like Steph said, you know, Bradley getting injured, Lee getting injured earlier on. All of a sudden, you know, he's he's pulling substitutes at half time, and you know, probably trying to freshen things up a wee bit. It's it's bound to take its toll as well, especially like I say, we were on such a high on Monday to come to here now. It, it, it feels like a deflation on this side of it, but you know, mentally and physically for for the players, it's bound to take its toll to this kind of a lot of fixtures in a short short space of time. Yeah, like look, and it's the same for everybody. It's a, it's a strange when the league have done it, but I'd, I'd say probably they had probably thinking right, we've had two years of COVID, let's get the league off to an absolute flyer with plenty of games, but then they go and take a break, and then they'll have a break in a couple of months as well in the summer. It's a strange one, like. You know, whatever about Friday, Tuesday, you know, Friday, Monday, you know, Friday, Monday, Friday, it, 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 it's a tough old set, especially your travel. I know Finn Harps, had a, I think the boys were racking up the miles already of Finn Harps playing two away matches. But yeah, look, I, 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 what's strange, not strange, but 
what didn't help when we were signing players late, you know, like like Steph was saying, we had like Bradley's not even there. Bradley's only there a couple of weeks and he's straight into the mm-hmm. action. You know, a lot of these players come in late, but Carry was another one. Um but then Boiler had his surgery and then he seemed to come straight into the team too. Yeah, exactly. And it's you know, you're you're fighting uphill battles then straight away. Now I don't think, you know, if we're talking about the best eleven, it's not gonna detail it's not gonna differ too much from what we've seen already. There's not gonna be many kind of making an impact, but the good thing is he signed the likes of Hanraddy. Um, we see O'Kane come on a little bit, but Hanraddy's got, got a game under his belt. You know, McCarry would still be classed as a, a youngster, really, I mean, considering what he's come, come over from, but it's just about getting it settled. Like, it, it's... I, I think the idea was to play the games and get everybody off to, you know, get the league back on, get as much football in as we could. But for most teams it works. It just hasn't. You know, we've had a couple of injuries, but not, you know, it suits the likes of our Rovers, plenty of players, you know, Pats have a decent sized squad as well. And look, it's just been unlucky. But I mean, I don't think we've anybody, like, I, I don't think we have a squad where it, it should be a case of if someone doesn't play, we're, we're lost. We, we, I don't think we have that squad this year. I think there's enough there that we should we should be able to get something out of most games. Hmm. Um, so I think Stevie's been shrewd, you know, he's, he's a shrewd operator when it comes to that. Like we say, we've repeated before, he's got players that can play two positions, pretty much everybody, like Sam Bones can play right across the back, midfield if needed. He's played them all. He's played them all. He's like our John O'Shea. It's just, but I think, look, it's, it's, if it, if it goes for you, it's great. The more games, the better. If you're winning them all, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's potluck. We've had a, I wouldn't say a brilliant start. We, I know we've gone unbeaten, but we haven't exactly been banging in the goals. We had a good result against Finn Harps, but, you know, it works for some clubs. It doesn't. You've seen it Rovers tonight. They've got an 85th minute equaliser. You've seen Derry tonight, 95th minute, is it, Chris? Patching, 95th minute. Yeah. yeah, so like, you know, it, it works for some, but we've just been on the, on the other end of the stick of it. And look, we'll have a break now. They'll, they'll regroup. They'll probably train more now over the next couple of weeks than they probably have all season. But, yeah. you know, maybe the break, maybe that result tonight comes a perfect time. What are we, the first of, is it the first of April, the next one, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so look, maybe it's a perfect time to have a bit of a break. They've, they've nearly the first part of the season done. And, you know, it could be, it could be just pay. Off. It could be, could have given longer to pay. Off. Not the result, the result of the perfect. But if they're going to take a break at any time, maybe, maybe tonight's the night. You know. Yeah, I, look, I, I think, Steph, it's probably a good time to just look back at the, the, these seven games and and say, where where do we think we are? Is this, you know, like you say, with some late signings in, and you know, O'Donnell was very quick to suppress any mad notions that we might have had this year um, and and looking at, at how we've performed he was probably right because he probably knew games like this were going to come that even if you take the rovers match where we played well but we still only drew it didn't play it well tonight and we got beaten so maybe it's a good grounding going into the the, the next round of fixtures after it but is this kind of where you thought we might be yeah um I look from his point of view, being the manager, I don't like by him coming out and saying, you know, we're going to challenge or we're definitely going to be in the top three. It's not going to do him any favors. Whereas he's asking for patience. If you if you just take tonight's game in isolation, everyone's going to be doom and gloom straight away, thinking, you know, we're going to finish mid table, below like bottom four and stuff like that. If you just take tonight's game, but then if you just took a Rovers game, you're gonna go, geez, we're gonna challenge for the league. So it's all about, you know, getting getting a balance of not getting too carried away. If you get a 
if you get a good performance or a good result or you know get not getting too downhearted if you if you have mm. a poor performance or a defeat and look he's he's ex- more experienced than anybody you know he's a, he's a real leader so he's he, he doesn't need anybody to be saying that to him he's going to know rightly well and you know himself and craig have you know mass amount of of uh of experience and knowledge like there they won't they won't like look they'll get stuck into the boys for not performing and not like under walking and stuff like that but they're, they're not they're not gonna you know dismiss everyone like so yeah um just on the season as a whole look we could have uh, it's been a case of you know we could have won a lot of games we drew like you look at the finn hops game we, we could have easily lost that game we end up coming out with a three nil victory shells game you're looking at you know we could have won Derry hit the bar in the last couple of minutes it yeah. was it's like fine margins these games penalty tonight don't think it's a penalty do you know the, the game ends in another draw so do you know there's been little or nothing in some of the games and mm-hmm. do you know another couple of points and we could we could have been right up there at the top and I think it could be one of them seasons where it's going to be a bit of a bit of a roller coaster. We're going to be on top of the world one minute, and then it's going to be an, another result, and you're you're back down again. But I think look, if we keep sort of level headed about it and don't be predicting three 0 away wins, and <laughs> like, like I've done too many times this season already, and I'm bottom at a prediction table. I, th- I think we'll we'll look at. I, I, I still think we've a good enough squad to finish in the top three. I might just say top four now, just to be level-headed about things. Yeah. I like you're that. Like, you're trying to level your expectations here. Yeah, yeah. Look, you learn from experiences and, and you make calls like that. And you met, look, you might have got carried away with it. But I still think there's a great spine in that team and there's some exciting players mm-hmm. that just, like Bradley's shown us what he's got. You know, I think there's a whole lot more in the likes of Williams and Adams with Leahy to come in and strengthen up the back line. And you know, he's dangerous when he's when he's on full tilt. He's dangerous when he goes forward. He's a good engine. He he can pick out a pass. You know, I think he's he's excellent and he's he's a number one fan in Ross as well. In this <laughs> house. But you know, if we can get everyone back and then, you know, the competition for places starts to hot, hot up and, you know, even in training, everyone will become more competitive and so hopefully we can get everyone back in and, you know, really start driving on and turning some of the some of the draws into wins and some of the, the loss like tonight into a draw where we fight back and we scrap. And, like, if we get a late equaliser at the end there, it nearly feels like a win and the whole mood's different but yeah yeah you know we just didn't do it but just going back <laughs> circling back to your question i think i think look i think top fours is realistic i don't think Derry probably shown that they've been the standard team so far galley called it at the start and you know he's sort of been proved right early it's, it's, yeah it's not it's not look it's seven games and it's not yeah. But they they look very strong. They've goal scorers and different things like that. But I still think we could we could have a very good season. I'm not getting yeah. too downhearted about it. Yeah, exactly, that's it. Gally, like we're going into this break, 
you know, and if, if the break had to come after the Rovers match, we, we were all saying, hey, we're going to win the league. They're going to be a lot more realistic. It, it, is that a good or a bad thing, do you think, um, just to focus the minds when we, when we come back for that UCD game? Yeah, I mean, I remember saying last year, I, I, I don't want to keep going back to last year, I remember saying, well, I think I can't remember the result, which dodgy result it was, but I kind of said, at least they're getting them out of the way now. So at least, you know, at least, so we have we have this night tonight and it's nice and early. But mm. then last season was just a conveyor belt of shite. So, you know, I, I think it'll be a different, I think they'll come back a better team. It, like, it's amazing what time off might do for them. I think, like, yeah. after I thought there's no way Stevie is happy with tonight, especially local derby. I remember Stephen yeah. Kenny going up there. I think it was the first game of the second season. They were more than 4-1. Anybody remember that match? And he's yeah. gone on to win the league. And it was a disaster at the start. Like, I was ringing, I remember ringing my father saying, this team's going to get relegated if they keep playing the way they're playing. <laughs> but I think that result tonight, it could be, like Steph was saying, it could be the making of them. Like, it could be, you know, mm. that could it's be like your, your wee positive spin you need. Because mm. I don't think that I don't think the coach will allow that to happen again, um, and especially from players who came off the bench, you, you they were probably sent on with like you've got to go out, you got to change this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and it didn't happen. So they'll be, they'll be as annoyed as, as, as them, even though they've only played half the game. Um, but look, you don't want to break from football. But I think look, it could come along at a payoff of time. It could be a payoff of time. Say right, lads, regroup. Let's let's plan for the next game because like. I know people that say, like, obviously we've said about draw tonight, we're going to get a result. People would assume a result against UCD. UCD have been one of the best footballing teams in the league. They mightn't have the players to keep them in a Premier League, uh, Premier Division, but they've always played good football, no matter who's who's been involved. They've, uh, they're a conveyor belt for League of Ireland winners. Yeah. So, look, you, you won't be, you, you know, you won't be going up there expecting a massive result there either, but, you know, it, maybe the break, and it, and it won't be a break, it's a break from match play, but, you know, Maybe the break might just come along at a perfect time after you know they've they've played have we played three weeks in a row on a Monday night? Is it two weeks? Yeah. You know, it's a lot it's a lot of football. I mean, I know people say, Oh, they're full time professionals, but it's a lot of it's a lot of football to be playing in a couple of weeks. So look maybe it comes just comes along at a perfect time. Um not for fans, because you want to see them out on the pitch tomorrow night now again after tonight's result. But look, it, it could be just that we it could be just that we switch the flicks and say, Right, lads, that's the end of it. You know, let's get that out of the way yeah. and we, we can't have another one of them. It's like a Macedonia when I oh, I'm just going to say, I just had a Macedonia and we'll have the, we'll have the jersey and training and everything. Yeah, yeah we would have been all <laughs> uh, Yeah, look, look, I, I, and I think that's kind of what Frank Carlo is is echoing yeah. there. He just said, you know, he hopes they're killing each other in the dressing room. It's a catalyst to, to kick on for the remainder of the season. Um, Steph, like, when one thing we're probably not seeing, although Pat just chalked up his, his 100 goal for the club, you know, we're probably not seeing the best out of Hoogan um, this year. Is that just because of the way we're playing or could we do more to bring him into the game? He's, we're seeing him, you know, dropping deeper, linking up play. He's probably not being on the end of more than, than we would like. But is that just, you know, we're used to having Duffy on the wing and we were probably spoiled for years. <laughs> I don't know. But um, you know, do, do do we think we need to find a new way to play him in more, or or would Pat need to adapt his game slightly to get himself more chances? Do you think? Yeah, I think like he's just for me anyway. He sort of adapted himself already. That he seems to be dropping deep and has his back to goal an awful lot. Whereas you know he was nearly playing the last man before, and he 
he'd be looking to get in behind and do you know i don't know if that's coming from like a follow-on from last year or you know we didn't seem to have any game plan at all and mm-hmm. you know maybe he's got into a, like a maybe a habit of doing that or i i don't know what it is like it's sort of a thing do you know even the way like harry kane used to play in the last defender and he's sort of coming in now as well and yeah. just don't seem to be creating the chances they used to be um getting in on the end of crosses but then again do you know when you had michael duffy like he'd do the jink down the left hand side and you just knew he was going to cut back and whip the ball to the back post and you sort of build up a relationship with a player and look michael duffy's a, spe- a special special player as we all know and himself and Huben sort of really hit it off and the amount of assists and goals them two combined for was was really well will we really miss it anyway for a start but yeah do you know i think you're sort of still figuring we're still looking at the likes of adams and john martin and saying you, you don't know what what the, what run they're going to make you don't know if they're going to release a ball if they're going to have a shot early you're still trying to figure out and i'd say Huben's the same like he's trying to figure out all these players as well so yeah um i think he look i think he has been playing a bit deeper and he's he's been uh coming towards the ball a lot more than he used to but regarding the chances and stuff like that i don't know i think i think they will come along we just oh, yeah. need to keep 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 going like i don't think we should be like uh any alarm bells ringing or anything like that i think he is a goal scorer and you, you yeah. just don't lose that you, no definitely. sniff out a chance and whatever else but yeah look it is it is a point to make i think i think there's been a couple of comments tonight where you know the the way he's captain now and you know his attitude and stuff like that but i don't know i think everyone's had an off night tonight so if you were to single out him it'd be it it would be harsh like it'd be, so, ping, it'd be pingu think, level of course i was just going to say that yeah, we're, we're not pingu here tonight uh, <laughs> yeah i think i think look he left he left one on the young keeper and i'd say it was in the back of his <laughs> mind that you know if if it came to a 50 50 then the second half the keeper might shy away from it i'd say yeah. in the back of his head he was probably thinking that and that's why he's why he sort of let him know he was there yeah just you know we never created the chances and he ne- and he hasn't got in on goal, but yeah, look, I think I think he sort of adapted slightly. And if there's anyone that's going to get the best out of him, because they had a great relationship when they played together, is is Stevie. So hopefully, hopefully we can start seeing the best of Hoban. Yeah, I call him Hoban and Hoban there. So, but he he says Hoban. You're gonna call him whatever name he calls himself. I mean, look, Ali, yeah. if 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 uh, Pingu is here, he'd be having a field day. Um, <laughs> that that Huben didn't get enough chances tonight, and, uh, um, and cut the frustration figure. But I think, like Steph says, there you know there, there's probably a bit of adaptation needed from Pat and the team to bring him in more and him to get more chances. And um, you know you can understand why he can get frustrated at times. Yeah, uh, he, like. As everybody knows, and even if you're not a Dundalk fan, he's one of the most impatient players that you'll see on a football field. Like, like I, I don't know what game it was. I don't know it was pre-season. But it, it almost looked like he was playing in midfield. He was coming that deep for the ball. Like He spent most of the time standing beside the likes of a Slogger Williams in midfield looking for the ball because it just wasn't coming to his feet. So he was obviously looking to come in and make a walk for himself. But 
yeah, look, it's, like Steph says, the chances have to be there for him. You've got to be playing him in. Like, that's that's what they live off. You know, now, like, and he's probably under more pressure because he's got the armband as well. You know, I, I didn't see that coming out, to be honest. I didn't think he would be, he'd be in as a vice captain, but I'd say it's more pressure on him because he puts enough pressure on himself with this target in mind. And he hit 100 goals last week or the week before, and he's got the target in mind. And I don't know whether it's the, the, the best time to put more pressure on him. And he probably feels more pressure, like he should be maybe covering more ground and stuff like that. And that's why maybe you don't, you don't accuse him of going missing, but he, he probably wants to cover every blade to get the ball to the feet as quick as possible to make stuff happen. And, and that can look at that can his own kind of self pressure without the, the manager and the fans putting anything on him. But look, once he starts again, it won't be an issue. I mean, I, I think, you know, like I know he, he's missed a penalty. He's got, to, you know, to, to nice. It's just not his night. It's just not anybody's night for passing the ball. Um, they couldn't get anything to feet. <laughs> just see Pingu there. Welcome to the show, Pingu. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it's just not his night. I wouldn't be right. Like, I mean, how can you write off someone like that? You can't be. And the, and the thing is, like you're probably talking about the best. He's still the best striker in the league. There is like oh, uh, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't trade him for I mean, anyone else in the league. Yeah, definitely. with the exception, like maybe Owen Doyle on fire, like you know that. But, but that even that, I don't think I trade him for anybody. You know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. on his day, there's nobody that can live with him. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just a matter of just getting it settled. Like Steph was saying earlier on, the squad has to settle. Everybody knows, like you know, chink runs, whatever you're whatever you're having. You know, John Martin running off and not running off. That needs to all be learned over the next couple of weeks. And I think once he once he starts firing again, we really won't have a problem. We don't think it's 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 more that was more team issue tonight. Just nobody. I think everybody was just draining off each other, and it just wasn't happening at all tonight. And it's just one of those nights. Yeah. And um, for the benefit of everyone else um, listening, uh, Dean has come in and said that he's playing well this year, working harder than than previous seasons. Just just so we. Get no, I don't care for the last line of his comment there, Chris. I, I, I took it off before yeah. I read it. <laughs> we have words there. We have words with that one. I, I, think, I think he's still sour about me saying that then last week, and he's just, I think he's he's just, just directed it towards you, Chris. I think he's sour. It just wasn't 2-1 again. And uh, <laughs> for like the third, fourth year week in a row. Um, before we come to... Um, our pizza competition. I think, lads, we're, we're probably down between Patsy with the we're ruining letting Georgie Ponting go <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and serves us right for not having the parade. So, uh, anyone else wants to throw in any other comments for the for the match to um, description for the match tonight? We, we, we'll throw that in the pot for our pizza competition tonight. Um, just have a quick look at the table, lads, as it lies at the moment. So, uh, Gally's prediction with Derry this year, um, bang on where, where they should be, Gally, at the moment. Um, six games played, 14 points, their top. Sligo behind them on 12 points. Then Pats after that on 12 points. Shamrock Rovers, 11 points and a gap of three down to ourselves in bang in middle of the table there. Position five, can't ask for more than that. Um, for, for the first round of games, not bad. Then uh, Bowes behind us by a point. Shelburne, Drogheda, six points each after that. And then Finharps, five. And UCD at the bottom. Um, Finharps went tonight, did they? Yeah, did they, didn't they? They won 3-0. Oh, yeah. 3-0, yeah. Three All these added again. Yeah. But sure, look, that's that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's exactly that's exactly what he does. Someone better get him a League of Ireland TV pass quickly. I know. I actually read a bit of him today. Yeah, he's still coaching at FEI schools as well. Unbelievable. I, see, I just seen a piece of him today. He's still coaching away. Like, what a what a ledge. He just, he just never has a day off, does no, he? No, never, never. Doesn't look, doesn't look like a man that takes a day off, I know. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, so I suppose we'll, we'll we'll have a quick talk on our predictions now for the UCD game. Oh, um, who wants to go first on this one? Uh, well, I go. I'll go. Yeah, go on, I think go maybe uh, if the game was if the game was next week, I'd probably be looking for luck. We'll take a one nil, but I think maybe two weeks off. Um, I hope they'll regroup. Look, it's not a, a regroup. We're talking about like Rafa coming off the end of an absolute pace and six nil or something. Um, but I think I, I think just for the context of the game, if it's if it's a Shelburne or a Pats, the fact you've gone in the low derby and it's Stevie's first low derby as a coach and stuff. A lot of the players will be experiencing it for the first time. I just think it was just a bad night at the office to have yeah. a bad night at the office, if you get me. But I think they'll come back all guns blazing. I, is it an away game? No, we're all oh, even better. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to be concerned. I'm going to go 2 0. If, if it was next Friday, like if we had a one tonight, I'd probably say it's six. But I'm going to because the confidence and the positivity Steph got us would get overpowered me. I'll yeah. just keep it nice and simple 2 0. 2-0. Steph? Yeah, look, I think we're going to we'll get back to winning ways. Yeah. Hopefully we can put in a performance that can match it. Um, getting back to Oriel as well. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to say 3-0 because I can't do it after. Um, but anyway, um, I, th- I think I think we'll, we'll win 2-0 as well. 2-0 as well. Uh, this will be my what third time seeing UCD already this year. They play some good football. Yeah. Um, I was at the Bows match earlier on today, and that game could have been four all easily. It was that sort of a yeah. they, defensively, they, they were a bit naive. Um, I think they can be. Uh, they, 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 they want to play. They want to play good football, so they're trying to play themselves out of everything, but. That'll be their that'll be their downfall. But going forward, they they have they have plenty, um, plenty in the tank, plenty of opportunities they'll create. Uh, but in saying that, in saying that, I won't be going two one. Um, like Dean Ash going to go for one nil to us. I think. Yeah. 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 Well, usually, like, look, like, I, like, I obviously, like, what I said, mine, I'm obviously being completely ridiculous. Usually, like you say, there, there've always been an excellent setup. Um, yeah, they've a couple of under under twenty one internationals like yeah. Whelan and Kerrigan who are yeah. in the first division team of the year. Um, the captain Carney, I think his name is. Carney, yeah, yeah, he's I I rate him very highly. He's a good player as well, and you know, like you say, they they try and play ball the right way, but hopefully they get found out. <laughs> um, so we've we've had a couple in lads. I want you to pick then between. Um, between our parade one or Georgie, which one wins it? I, I like the parade one. I have to say that started the whole ball. I'm going to go with the parade one for me. Steph, I don't know about so we go for a wee vote. I'm going with Georgie. <sighs> Chris, see what you started, sick though. 
<laughs> well played. Well played, lads. Uh, <laughs> we got in there, Steph. We sorted that he, he's, If you had a went with uh, George, yeah, you would have went with Parade. So uh, he set himself up for the fall. Uh, That's right. has well, you're not there for a few weeks, lads. I was just, this is rookie <laughs> mistake. Rookie mistake. Uh, I actually I actually liked the, the Georgie one that made me laugh. So, Patsy, there's a pizza for you, pal. Uh, congratulations. So, um, is, that, is, that Patsy, is that Patsy whose name I spelled wrong on the thing? It was, yeah. Yeah. So, I think we've well, then it, Patsy deserves so. a pizza just for that alone. Deserves it. That's Step my I'll hold my hands up with that one. Actually, I would have went for the parade because he was, he was slagging off the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to get into, get into one of the paint shops or anything. <laughs> yeah, so he still loves it. He still loves the wallpaper. He, he can have. Here we go. We, we could get a sample of that and send it inside the pizza box for him. That would just make his day, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I think it would be bereft of us not to mention um, certain things that happened at the end of the match there tonight. Um, so we, we we probably all seen on social media there. Um, James Rogers had a video up. And a lot of people have have messaged in about it as well about the um, invasion from the what looked like the Drahi United fans onto the pitch to gloat, I suppose, um, at at the away end, and 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 it's seen a couple of our lads jump the barrier then to throw a couple of punches. It's not what we want to see, lads, is it? Um, at all, and it's like we've had we've had problems with stuff outside the grounds already this year we definitely don't want to see it on the pitch at the end from fans either do we Gally? no like uh, and look we've only got we've got the i think it's james rogers that has the video up uh, on the video it looks like you now some people are saying they've let the fans go at the same time which if that's happened that's ridiculous but i mean they haven't let them go across the field so i don't really know what's what's happened there but it, it does look like and i'm not i wasn't at it so i can't say but it does look like draw the fans come towards them and look at i mean Look, if, like like we said, if if somebody runs at you and they're swinging fists, like what, what do you you know you're, you're obviously going to retaliate to it. But um, I'm not sure how 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 to handle that. But there seemed to be a little bit of a uh, a lot of there was more like you said, Chris. There was probably more action in the box after the game than there, than there was actually during it. But um, yeah, look, it's so you don't you don't want to see that. I like we've had pitch invasions before, and not I don't mean us, just in the league. Yeah. You know, We've had it over your park rovers as well. It's 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 not something like and, and, and because because it's a low derby as well, it just it, it makes it must it, like it's it adds fuel to the fire and look and I'm not saying to keep it outside either, you know, it shouldn't happen anywhere. It's a game yeah. of football at the end of the day. But look, that's it goes on unfortunately, and we've had it, I think was it at was it at Shelbourne? Was there something at Shelbourne after the match as well? Is it the Shelbourne game? I could be wrong on that. Um but could have, could have been, yeah, could have been. Yeah. Um, look, there's no place for it. There's no place for it. And look, I get, I get the, you know, there's verbal abuse and the banter and stuff. That's look, that goes on. But when it gets fired, especially when it crouches on the field, there's kids. Like you can see in the video, there's kids, and there's kids now being kept kept. There's also kids in the middle of it. Like I have a nine-year-old, and these kids look about the height of her. Like that's mental. Like I don't know what's wrong with people, but you let your children run onto the field in the middle of that. But yeah. Look, it shouldn't happen in any, regardless of who's involved, it shouldn't be happening anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Steph, look, it's just a little disappointing because I suppose attendance has been so good um, around all the grounds in the league. 
this year as well. So these sort of elements, we, we, we you wouldn't want that to creep into the game at all. Sure, you wouldn't. There's probably new eyes on this league, you know, where people who, who normally wouldn't have watched it maybe starved the football due to lockdown or whatever. You know, you don't want to see elements of that creeping in now. Sure, you wouldn't. Yeah, look, it, it looks it looks terrible. There's it looks so unprofessional as well, like on, as a league that 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 it's happening. It sort of crept in. I know a couple of weeks back, but when Rovers went up to the the Ryan McBride Stadium, there was a couple of incidents where there was people on the pitch and that. And look, it just just shouldn't happen. Whether it's a a Stewart issue or or what it, sh- it shouldn't be happening there's kids here we try and pride ourselves on being like a family league and having having young people there watching it and if they think that's the norm or acceptable then it's we're going down a bad road do you know there, will, there did seem to be a lot of fighting on the pitch and look I know there's young lads there and people are antagonizing each other but you know you have to you have to keep your head like look I know the draw the fans and there was a serious amount of them on the pitch, which shouldn't have happened in the first place and over at the dog fans, you know, people are gonna react. I know I know people have you know go up and have a few drinks before games and stuff like that. So sometimes it just it gets out of hand, but it just can't happen, do you know? It's awful. I've just seen something on Twitter on Twitter then as well. Zoe Muffy had had something up as well about getting abused, which is another disgrace. I think it's Kieran Callan added up, right? And it seemed to be a Dundalk fan that was shouting abuse, bumped into her mum, and then yeah, you know, look, I I don't know, maybe it was just a bad night all around, and might have been a full moon out there, but it is, yeah, so. What, like, look, it's it's a, it's awful yeah, scenes. Like, look, can, every, it's awful. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like, look, everyone's everyone's all, uh, up for you know creating a good at, an atmosphere or even even a rivalry. But when it boils over like that, it's it's not good at all. Like, you know, if if someone gets seriously hurt there, yeah, you know, it's just it's just awful. But. Hopefully we can't. We don't get scenes like them again. Look, those flares on the pitch. The pitch. The the game had to be stopped at the start of the game, which was was a sign of things to come. Maybe, but you know, all that just needs could to stop the game. Get, then maybe save us from it all. Yeah, get get behind your team, but get behind your team in the right way. And if your team gets a result, celebrate it. But you know, you don't need to be running on pitches and antagonizing other fans and. We've seen it all too many times and, you know, we just don't need it in this league. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, on, on what I suppose was a um, was a disappointing night for us in Head in the Game Park. Uh, we never got a chance to go ahead in the game. And, and I had that lined up the whole way home saying, I'll have that. That'll be perfect. That was nice. Never never even got the chance. Never like even got the chance <laughs> I wasn't even worth the intro because that intro was perfect for tonight's match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But look, we'll we'll go again for the UCD game. Thanks everyone for um, all the comments in tonight. Thank you, Gally. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, uh, Patsy, for for commenting, for within your um, Tony's Pizzeria pizza um, for tonight. So you can, um, we'll all have a slice of that one. You can deliver that one to us. (laughs) 
We'll all go around the staff and look at the wallpaper. Yeah. Exactly. We'll all go around the steps and we'll and we'll do it. Gents, who wants to end this one tonight? No, we're fusing tonight. Gally. We could probably go with yours, Chris. Our heads just weren't in the game. 